We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is the Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Sobriety, community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. Hey, 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 All right. Unspoken words, episode forty-one in the house. Vin 41. Baker in the house. Who's number four? Yeah, Vin Baker. Oh, what's his name? What's his name? Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, Nowitzki. Nowinski in the house. Who else is forty-one? Somebody else. Somebody else. Glenn Rice. Bill Clinton. Glenn Rice. <laughs> Glenn Rice. He's forty-one. Yeah. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. <laughs> oh. Billy. Bill, Bill Billy C. C. Was it Billy was it, C. Was it, Billy was C. It Bill Clinton or was it one of those bushes? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. Uh, no, uh, 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 no, it was uh, Billy C. Right. See Bush forty two, forty three, and then forty four. Yeah, because uh, Billy O, Baracko, B Barry O, Barry O, he was forty four. Cousin Barry four five, and then your guy's hero Trump was four five. I mean four. Yeah, so oh Trump. Yeah, that guy's still alive. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever happened to him? Hey, you guys, Yucky just fell off, and then you know, you know, Yucky's really acting all bad. You know who's taking the case for bat crazy? Who? He's the My Pillow guy. You been watching that guy? Ah, uh, no. What was he doing? <laughs> that guy's nuts, bro. What do you do now? He's just—I don't know. Remember, he had that—that that, uh, cyber symposium or whatever, and he's going to release all this this um, evidence that he got from the that these cyber experts and stuff like that. What? But he had it in uh, uh, South Dakota, I think. But anyway, he. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, all these um, these technology dudes, these guys that are in the know, they know their stuff. So they went and they wanted to go see what he had. Yeah. And they said it was basically he just showed a bunch of gibberish. Yeah. And then not only that, but then he said, oh, he got he got beat up on his way back to the motel room. He did? Yeah. He said he got assaulted. Somebody jumped him? Somebody jumped him. That's what he said. <laughs> and then uh, Antifa's after him and... Uh, I don't know. He's just nuts, bro. That's all that crack, I think. It's pretty, but it's cracking his pedals. But hold up. To my right. <laughs> it's Shooter, J.C. McGavin, your favorite Indian, J.C.B. Say hey, what's up. Creek resident sensei. Residential sensei not in the house. Not to be confused with the My Pillow guy. I'm not that kind of crazy. He's not that crazy yet. Yet. On my left. He's the Randy B in the place to be. He ain't even trying to preach, Pod Gotti. What's up, Mr. Bear Don't Walk? The Algerian Nightmare. Yo, 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 yo. Alley of the Chiefs. Hey, Pod Gotti. AKA. And you know me, Mr. Sobriety. You know me, MT Barrow in the house, the Street Chief Messiah. Mohugs, not drugs. Uh, who? Oh, thank you for joining us, my pillow guy. Our special guest here. Say what's up, my pillow guy. <laughs> I was gonna go into my my pillow guy uh, impression, but man, he's just out there, bro. He's like, wow. 
made in Minnesota. <laughs> Is it made in Minnesota? Yeah, that's what it says on his commercials. Lord, Did you ever see those guys that are um, like on those late night infomercials and then they're selling knives or cookware or whatever? Yeah. But wait, there's more. Yeah. And the way they got that energy, you know, because they're yeah. selling stuff. Man, he's like that all the time. Oh, yeah, man. He definitely hopped up on something. <laughs> I was watching it like, because, you know, like when, when you... Coming um, to you today with a free 30-day trial period just for you today. Google always like makes suggestions to what like stories you might want to read. Yeah, and I remember reading one, and now they my pillows guy keeps popping up, <laughs> so I just keep reading them, or, or else they have videos with them. And like, this guy's nuts, bro. Yeah, no, just even his commercials. Like he tells people to lay down, and then he's like, "Is that comfortable?" And then like he'll like get on top of him, start pushing the pillow down. He's like. I would have to stand here all night holding the pillow like this for you to have a good night's rest. But not if you use my pillow. And then he whip, switches out the pillow. You guys never seen those commercials? Yeah, I Man, see, I've I think never it's... seen a my pillow commercial. Hey, uh-huh. speaking of which, they said that there was a lot of ads during that that um, so symposium or whatever he held. Huh? I wonder okay. if he's like sending subliminal messages while well, he's out there selling Probably. they're selling stuff but he said he was going to stay up there for 72 hours straight i'm not leaving you guys can leave but i'm not going to leave i'm staying up here and i'm going to prove it and the supreme court's going to overrule the election and all i don't know man i don't know so i think just trump just route up all these all the crazies all the crazies on the right side on the right wing yeah but despite um, whether you're in the right wing or left wing, you're still part of the same bird. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. So don't try to label me nothing. Don't try to put me in no box so you can discriminate against me. Don't really try and act yeah. real bad. Don't even act bad. You ain't bad. I'm bad. Because we got the baddest right here. He's sanctimonious, too. And self-righteous. And self-righteous. <laughs> <laughs> His name's JCB. Sanctimonious, self-righteous, Arrow Creek's number one sensei. Straight, the geek from Arrow Creek. (laughs) (laughs) Or the freak from Arrow Creek. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa, hey. Hey, Whoa, no. I was was was, was trying to get that Giannis in there. (laughs) The Giannis, the geek, or the Greek Greek freak. freak. The freak from Arrow Creek. Sneak a peek. Sneak a peek. Friday, I went. Did you? Yeah. Did you go to Kesha? No. I went. Didn't, didn't go to Kesha and do your moves. Huh, no, I just it was crazy because I was just sitting there, and I like you know all the people at the uh, fairgrounds, all the workers, they wear blue, right? Am I right? Blue and white shirts. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Okay, so I had a purple shirt on, and I was just sitting there, and for whatever reason, I was sitting in front of the pavilion with my family. We were waiting for some other people to show up so we could go in because we bought our tickets online. And, like, ten people that walked by are, like, you know, five people that walked by and, like, ten cars that drove by, like, asked me. Like, looked right at me and asked me questions. And I was just like, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm not even wearing the right colors here. Why are they asking sent them in the wrong direction. I know. <laughs> oh, hey, you got to go over there, Main Street. and See, then, that, was, um, that was you your that chance. McDonald's? That was your chance. You could have said, I know. You got to take four left turns. And when you get there, you should be right here. What were they right asking here? you? They're asking me about the Kesha, like these young girls walked up, is it in here, is it in here? And then I was like, I didn't know who that was. I don't even know who that is. Oh, like, yeah. It's just, and then, it's then, then they're just like, is it in here? And I was like, uh, pff, I don't know. I don't even know who that is. What? 
And they're like, oh, we're going to check. And then you should have said, told yes, that's where they are. Go check them. You should have told those Go kids, around the back. You should have told those girls that, oh, man, didn't you hear? She overdosed in her motel room this morning. Oh, that's kind of, that's dark. It's a bit dark. It's a bit dark for sneak a <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I did that once, had, though. I did that once. Chance. So check this out. We were out sitting outside at his bar, and, like, that's when that ordinance went in where you can't smoke in bars anymore. Yeah. That's about uh, 2012, Gadish. Oh. oh, me and my homies were sitting outside of this bar. There just happened to be a bar stool outside. It was oh. in the middle of the day, or like in the afternoon, 3, 4 o'clock. And it was wintertime, and I was just sitting on that bar stool, and I had like, uh, I used to wear like blazers all the time. Yeah. And I had one on. And like I just had a Rasta hat on because my hair was long. It wasn't long enough to put in a ponytail. Anyway, people started walking up and just giving me, handing me their IDs. See, you, you and then, so then I grabbed them, I grabbed them, and I just looked at them, and I looked at the looked at the people, looked back at the car, and I said, "Go, go in." And then, like the last, um, I think it was like the last three or four people that came up, I charged them five bucks <laughs> to get in. <laughs> well, that's what you get. That's what they what do? Get. They paid the five bucks and they went in, and then I bounced. I went to a different place. Nice. <laughs> you, just, you just got that authoritative look about you, like. Excuse me, sir. Can you uh, like this guy? Looks like he likes to be bothered. Let's yeah. go bother him with a question. Yes, sir. No, just, just, kidding. A, just no, a, com- a complete just out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Here's, yeah, my, here's, here's, here's my ID, sir. Should have said that ain't you. <laughs> just tear it right in front of him. <laughs> you keep it. Put it in your pocket. Uh, okay, we're going to play a quick game here. Let's you guys go. ready? Yes, sir. Okay, I want to say a word, and then you guys are going to say whatever pops into your head first. Okay? Sounds, I'm good at that. Sounds groovy? Sounds like I need to put on the filter first. Okay. Turn on the filter. Turn on the filter. Turn on the filter. Turning on the filter. We're keeping PG-13 in this PG, segment. PG-13. PG-13. Okay. Paul George. Antis. JC, go. I thought of, for some reason, I thought of Superman. I don't know why. What? I don't know why. Like Superman the rapper? Or Superman? Super- no, why would I think of Superman the, <laughs> the hero guy? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you rapper. thought about the rapper? The, the rapper. rapper. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I don't know why. If you're out there listening, Mr. Christian Parrish, I'm sorry. I don't know why I thought of you first. Huh. Superman. Oh, he's got love for the aunties. He's got love for many. He's got much love for the aunties. How about you, Randy? I thought of those two ladies, but mainly the big lady on um, Smoke Signals, remember? Oh, the ones that drive backwards? Yeah, remember in the car? Yeah. The first one that came to mind was that lady on the passenger side. <laughs> Here, have a Pepsi, Lucy, Lucy. <laughs> we quit drinking, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, have me a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see those? Did you ever see Fargo? Uh, once, yeah, part yeah. of it. But they were talking, and she was interviewing those two white ladies in that bar, and they got that Midwest accent. But man, they sounded like native ladies, real bad. Oh, bro! <laughs> and she goes, "Yeah, I went to such and such high school." She goes, "Go Bears, <laughs> go Bears." <laughs> she sounded like, she sounded like an empty. Oh yeah, they kind of have that accent, don't you know? Yeah. Go Bears, the Bears. So you got with old Mr. Norm Sonnabagunderson on. <laughs> Sonnabagun? Sonnabagunderson. Oh, caddy guy. Caddy. Oh, just acting caddy. <laughs> <laughs> acting caddy on the podcast. 
Out catting around after dark. Catting around. <laughs> what what slang is that? I, uh, oh, I, Browning. Brown town. Yeah. My uh, my my ex girlfriend from Wind River. Her mom said that to us one time. Catting around. Out catting around. <laughs> <laughs> but excuse me. Excuse me. I don't appreciate you talking to me like that. <laughs> is that what they call it? Oh, I know. I'm sexy. You put it that way, yeah, I guess I was catting around. Catting around. <coughs> creeper sneaking. Creeper. 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 Okay, next one. Let's next go. word is, oh, I just had, okay, um, Old English. Oh, man, I thought of beer. Huh? But not just any, for some odd reason. Remember oh, yeah. Yeah, that, those great big 64-ounce ones they used to oh, have. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing those. Back in the day, we used to get like six of them in a box. <laughs> Six-pack of 64-ounces? Yeah, and they look like just just what you think it is, like a big old jumbo bottle. Was it glass? Yeah. Dang. That's yeah, everything of, used to come in glass. Oh, man, that's a lot of O-E. It, it is a slurricane, huh? It was, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think? I just thought of the calligraphy. Oh, calligraphy? Oh, like the writing? Yes, sir. Actually, I thought of that green and, I mean, green, gold and red label for some reason. Which one is that? Like on the OE, remember? Oh, the golden kind of maroon type. Yeah, yeah. Nectar of the gods is what I used to call They're it. They're plastic now, huh? I guess that just goes to show your, your addiction doesn't go anywhere, huh? Nope. We're still there. Yeah, the ones are plastic now. I wonder if they. So I seen them difference. and I was like, I'm glad I got that. I'm it's glad I got to, out the game. It's no weapons to, no more. Just like remember, I was telling you about that water. Yeah. But like, it, I think it tastes better in the glass. Like you can get glass bottles of um, Perrier at Albertsons. Yeah. And it tastes better, but they're just you know kind of cumbersome and. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But I don't know. Interesting. I, interesting. I, Very I, interesting. I'd like to sit here and tell you that I wouldn't drink beer out of a big plastic bottle, but I would. Okay. I would have. Oh, yeah, I mean, I would have. I, <laughs> I drank half well, a juice. Now, or, but I mean, back in the day, yeah, I didn't know. I have a plastic bottle. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Well, I, I have a plastic say bottle. Say what? <laughs> say what? No, I used to walk in. I, mean, I went swimming, so I'm kind of tired. Oh, yeah. So you work on your tan? Yes. Even out your tan? Yes. <laughs> Yuck, yes. Yuck, they're just staring. You have to lay on your belly and get the back of your legs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. This guy That's was going extreme. <laughs> That's just what I heard, man. Get the back of your legs, man. What? That's, what? that's the off-neglected <laughs> part did, of the body. What did he say earlier? What did he say? Before the, um, when you're like, oh, man, that's kind of dark. Oh, yeah. You should have told him that she OD'd. <laughs> <laughs> she OD'd in her motel room this morning. Doesn't have to be on drugs. Maybe she had too many M and M. Like, whoa, hold up! Trying to have fun with it, he's like, like killed her. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's just killing all superstars there. <laughs> just tell me, G O D. Should have just said G O D. Come up with something funny and freaking slaughtered that one. <laughs> oh man, I know. Just killed her off. It's okay though. She, I think she made it past twenty-seven. She's good. Her role ended oh. in that scene. Yeah. <laughs> Her role ended in that joke. Get killed off the main character right away. I know. First season, first episode. <laughs> 27 seconds in, she's already gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, she OD'd. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, I was watching that. It reminded me, I was watching this zombie show on Netflix. They, they did that. They started out following this lady, and then they killed her off, and then they started following this guy, and then they killed him off, and then they followed this other guy that made it to this group, and then they killed him off, and then it just followed the group for the rest of the show oh, wow. for like three seasons. So you didn't know who to yeah, I didn't, to. Yeah, I didn't know. I was like, who am I rooting for here? They're all dying off. It's kind of like that one game. What's it called? Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Vague Welcome. Show. <laughs> no, what is that? Remember, uh, there's like a guest, oh, Among Us. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You kind of just go around and use the killer. I watched them. I watched my kids play it. I've never played it. Though. It's pretty fun once you get a whole crew. Oh uh, yeah, I did. You know that reminded me of the one on uh, Deep Blue Sea. Remember Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, standing there trying to give her, like this motivational speech, and <laughs> that shark comes out of nowhere and <laughs> grabs him off of the thing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the one that the, the shark swim backwards or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're Is just it? like they yeah, did yeah. something to their brains and they're smart. No, yeah, no. All right, man. I think we are warmed up. We are warmed oh, up. Episode for forty-one. We are warmed up. Uh, so why don't you cue it up there, Mister DJ? Yo, let's get into our topic. Yo, let's get into our topic. People get ready, there's a train to Jordan, you don't need no ticket, you just get on board. Hey, I'm just kidding. What was that? Um, train to Jordan. Oh, I guess that makes sense. The train yeah. to Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Start singing like a uh, grimace. <laughs> just Start making up your own lyrics. <laughs> you don't need no lunch. You just get on board. Okay, so lunch episode forty-one in yeah. the dining car, <laughs> <laughs> and you get a free coke for every order. Um, episode forty-one. I'm gonna pass the ball over to Mister Johnny Lawrence. Cobra Kai Sensei, Arrow Creek, Johnny Lawrence, up the road, not housings. So, uh, I didn't really have a topic. I was just gonna maybe just vent some stuff for get sure. your guys' take on it. But get to vent, you know. It, when we're, it, we're when we're walking the red road, you know, they always had this tendency to think that you know once I stopped. Um, using and abusing drugs and alcohol that everything else would stop everything you know all of a sudden everything would be perfect yes sir yep but you know it, it, things ain't like that man i i always find myself getting into these deep funks like you know things that are well sometimes it's not really like i was going to say at work but a lot of times it's because i'm <laughs> He's taking a picture, so <laughs> my my I'm distracted. I'm easily distracted. But anyway, squirrel, squirrel. But uh, yeah. So it's like I get into these weird, like conspiracy theory things in my mind, and man, mm-hmm. I was like I can't get out of it. Sometimes I mean I, you know, I use self talk and I use um, all the tools that I've 
am developing. I'm not not going to say I have developed them, but um, you know, and I I just feel like you know sometimes nobody's listening. Like like nobody is even paying attention. Like you know, people just look at their phones all the time, and they <laughs> they don't even they don't even care about what you're saying. Josiah, Randy. <laughs> oh, oh, you guys are with me. Okay, anyway. No, I'm just kidding. I just play not. No, but for real though, like man, like 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 there'll be times when I'd be thinking, you know, I can't I can't do this. You know, I have no business doing this. I you know because of my past. So then like, who would who would want who would want me to do anything for them? Who would want to be with me? Who would want to, you know, be my friend and all this? Because I started, you know, just jumping all over myself and bringing up all these you know, I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to put it. Like, you're just kind of like throwing yourself, throwing a pity party. Type well, of there, deal. There, there, it is that. It is kind of like the negative scenarios. But yeah, it is that pity party thing a lot of times. But yeah, uh, but other times too. You know, well, you know what? Let's just say what it is. Yeah, it is a pity party. Yeah, but it. But I almost convinced myself that that's not what this is because one of the things that I do not like. Yeah, is people doing that. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and but I do it all the time to mm-hmm. myself. You know, I don't, I don't go around, you know, looking for uh, that kind of. I guess I don't like even, pity. Yeah, like pity from other people. Yeah, like I see a lot of but people I, posting like that on social media. True. Yeah. Prayers, please, no questions asked, and then they have like a huge meltdown, and then they don't want nobody to know, and then yeah, yeah. you start asking, and they're like, and and I won't, you know, and nobody I nobody respects my privacy. I don't really go read say anything to anybody about when i'm feeling like that yeah because to me it, it like i said it it aggravates me for yeah. me to like if i'm gonna say well i don't like people that do that and yet, yet here i am you know doing that to myself yeah then it just kind of almost two things come together like now i'm mad at myself for even thinking things like that yeah so, i think that's normal yeah i think i mean especially for us like addicts alcoholics <clears throat> we're like we've been that way since, like, we are born, I mean, since that's the way we're built is to go negative and even just feel sorry for ourselves and then let that feed into where to the point where we start using. Uh, and one big thing is, like, when you're irritated by, by what someone is doing, it's because you do it, too. So you kind of touched on that, too. Like, you don't do it publicly, but you probably do it in your head. Like, oh, poor me, poor me, poor me, you know? Yeah. Because um, I do that, too. Even now, like, it's something that I'm actively working on to be mindful of that when I start throwing myself a pity party. And then, boom, once I realize I'm throwing a pity party, boom, red flag goes up. And I'm like, oh, shoot, man, what a, I got to hold up here. I got to hold up, journal about this, tell somebody about it, um, or fix that area of myself, what I'm trying to, you know, throw a pity party about. And, like, recently, it was about my weight. You know, I was just, like, because I, I got more active this summer, and, you know, the weight started coming off, but I felt like more should have come off. And then I was like, man, I'm getting too old. It's hard to lose weight. How come I'm like this? How come I even got so big? Man, man, man. You know, I started throwing a pity party like that in my head for, like, half a day, and then I started laughing at myself. I was like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? You know, like, I'm, I'm being more active. I should focus on that. Keep on doing that because it's working. You know what I mean? Instead of focusing on the negative side of it. And so that's what, 
that's why I said like it's so like that's how we are. Uh, yeah. We throw pity parties because in our addiction it was always pour me, pour me, pour me another drink. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. And that also brought up another point too that I like I hold myself to such a high standard. Yeah. Like you know you said it. You already you already said it like. That's not enough. I mean, there, yes, I made progress, but that's not enough. Mm. I should, I should be doing better. I should be doing, you know, I should have, I should have this, and this should be happening. Yep. You know, like I, I put in the work, so therefore, I did A, so B should be the result. For sure. And that's, and I'm always in this sort of. Um, and not only B should be the result; it should be capitalized, and it should be bold. Yeah. And Times Roman font italics. You know. That's what I so like you, that perfectionism. Yeah, we did A, so it should be B, in Times Roman font, capitalized, italicized, and bold. Perfect. You know what I mean? Not we're be. not just happy with B; it has to be all that. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a good way to put it because yeah, because then now that you say it that way, because yeah, I do see B. I, I mean, I did go from A to B, but B wasn't what I expected. Yeah. Or maybe I, B should be more. Yeah. Or yeah, and then and that's just like a domino effect. Sometimes too, like one will start, one thought will start another, and then before you know it, and before I know it, man, I'm like way off in conspiracy. I'm all, I'm way off in my pillow guy world about myself. You know what I mean? About to hold a summit. About to hold a symposium about how I can prove just how pitiful I really am. Just look at me. I'm just, just pitiful. Just look at me. Nobody loves me. Nobody wants. It's to not me. just one time. It's all the time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get out I of mean, my head! Get out of my head! Right? I think it's important too to recognize the growth because sure. I'm I, I'm like that as well. Like, kind of give grace to others, but never give grace to myself. Mm, yeah, and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I'm supposed to be a leader, and here I am feeling like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yep. then you're like, yep. but I feel like also we're like that. Like we motivate, we encourage because we know what it's like to be discouraged. Oh, we know what it's like to. I feel like we go through these things, and that's what motivates people like us mm. to go out there and give the wellness off, like the Word. things that we've learned that have been successful in our life. The reason why I encourage is because I know what it's like to feel discouraged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The reason I give people hope is because I know what it's like to be hopeless. Yeah. Yep. You know, like, and then, like, giving people grace because we understand what it's like not to have grace. For sure. And we're our worst critics. Mm-hmm. Like, I can get, like, <clears throat> do whatever right. Do nine out of ten things right. And the one thing that I concentrate <laughs> on is the one thing that I got wrong. Yep. And then I magnify that and I make it bigger than it really is. Yeah. And then I get all worked up and then frustrated and then I have a bad day. You beat yourself up. Yeah, beat myself up and then you go to, like, I take naps. Like, I love taking naps. Like, I'll take a nap just cringing like, oh, man. Now I magnify the problem. Yeah. Then I take a nap and then I kind of feel like what Josiah said. Like, I come back to my senses like you were talking about. Yeah. Like, I laughed at myself. Like, yeah. Why am I even tripping on that? <laughs> yeah. Because chances are nobody's even thinking about what we were thinking on. Mm. Because we did nine out of ten things right. Yeah. But we chose to concentrate on negative. Yep. You know, and, and that's what I like. 
I've tried to practice more of that in my life this year. For sure. You know, because I'm the worst critic of my own self. And then holding, like, realizing, too, like, my standards are so high because I know what I've came through. Mm, mm, mm. You know? Yeah. And... But I think there's a plus and a minus to that. I think, like, the higher my standards are, the more it keeps people out. Oh, true. Like, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, my, my standards are so high that I fail to, to be welcoming. I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I fail to be, like, kind of almost like an exclusivity type deal. Yeah. You know? But, and look, yeah. for me, it's... It's almost like the exact opposite. Um, like, my standards are so high, and I want, you know, just like you said, I know what it's like to be hopeless. I know what it's like to be depressed. I know what it's like to be feel feel unwanted. Mm. Not that we ever were, but to feel that way, to feel unwanted. Yeah. And so that's why I always reach out to other people, people I don't know. Yeah. You know, like, like there's a guy at work, and he says the same thing every morning when we're in the... We're getting our, we're at our lockers and putting our stuff away and putting on our scrubs and whatnot. He he talks about the traffic every day. Yeah, you know, and oh, I ran into such and such, you know, traffic, and they're doing road construction. And before I know, the old me would have said, "Man, this guy, shut up about. Can you talk about something else already?" Yeah, yeah. You know, but no, I just listen to him, and you know, you know, like active. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I go. Where do you come from, or how come you don't change your route? You know, just to keep him going and let him do his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, maybe he just wants somebody to listen to him, and I'm, I acknowledge that. I try to acknowledge that. Yeah, it could be like you're the only human contact like he has all day. Yeah, him. or someone that will even talk to him all day. So and, I don't know. And see things like that. You know, people talking to me about things that I don't understand, or I'm not really concerned about, or I have no interest in. But you know, I'll I'll listen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's one My, thing that I've had to work on too. Because, like, before, um, if somebody started talking like that and, I, like, I had no interest, man, I would just walk away. I was just kind of an a-hole like that. i just walk away, like, mid-conversation, you know? <laughs> i just walk away. And, like, now I'm just like that. I'm trying to be, like, treat other people as human beings. Yeah. And to go back to, like, we, um, we're we slanging this hope, baby, because we're, we've been hopeless. Yeah. Like, that kind of stuff. Like, um, I don't like to see people sad because no. I know what that feels like to be really super effing sad mm-hmm. so i don't like to see people sad you know that i'll try to make them laugh or even you know just let them know i'm here i'm support you or whatever because i know what it feels like to be super sad and that that kind of drives me a lot too is like i don't like like people seeing people sad or you know um i like well i like it when people are laughing yeah you know i like to see people laugh and joke around and have a good time so that's why I was such a, a an odd character, if you will, because <laughs> even you know, if they're it, laughing at you, yeah, even if well, but, and that was that was just that was just my next point. Yeah. Even if it seems like they're laughing at me, go ahead, you can laugh at me. Yeah, but if I'm not accepting that you are laughing at me, you're laughing with me. Yeah, then that changes everything. Maybe yeah. not from your perspective, yeah, but yeah. from mine. And that's that's all that's all we really need, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is like just same thing as I always say. You know, um, I can call you. Oh, you used to be an a-hole. What do you mean? You're still an a-hole. <laughs> but that doesn't, that is not, that's not going to hold any water you yeah. unless you accept it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's kind of oh, no, going I, down I, those lines. I know I'm an a-hole still. <laughs> what? Well, hey, hey, we I was talking earlier about my filter is like there's things that I say in my mind, <laughs> but I don't actually say it out loud. Like, so I was golfing and then, you know, 
when when I'm by myself, it can just zip right through. But a lot of times, you know, these groups get stacked up. So if one lets me play through, I'm still behind the next one. Yeah. And then, so every once in a while, I run into a guy that's by himself. And, oh, yeah. okay, let's let's play in. Yeah. So we start going, and <laughs> I was with this uh, older white guy, and he's, you know, we were sitting there golfing, and I was hitting some good shots, man. I was I was doing all right. I thought. Yeah. And then I hit one and went up there and it dropped right on the green. Nice. And he goes, yeah, that was all right. That was an okay shot. But we need to work on your height. <laughs> your ball, no, he goes, we need to work on your ball height. And I thought in my mind. Good uh, for you. <laughs> no. Well, basically, because in my mind, I was like, what do you mean? I hit the green. We need to work on your shut up. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but I didn't say it. You know? I, <laughs> yeah. so I was like, yeah, yeah. But I think I did pretty good. Or I said something like that, you know, yeah. just being pleasant about it. But. <laughs> So I think that's probably a big part of it, too, is, like, being able to zip it, Skippy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I always say, too, like, a lot of times my responding is, like, just not saying anything, holding my tongue. <laughs> yeah. That's hard, huh? Woo! Ooh-wee! It, well, well, and then, yeah. too, like, well... It's hard! It, it is hard, hard to hold your tongue, but then at the same time, for me, I think it's easier because most of the time I'm just being a smart-ass anyway. Yeah. You know? I think that's all, like... I think that's the area of my life that I'm growing the most right now. Mm, mm, it's mm. learning that I don't always have to say something because <laughs> I have a tendency to say stuff. Like no, I feel you. And then I always become the bad mm. apple in the room. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I, I <clears throat> so like say you two agree on one thing, and then I say something that goes totally against what you guys are going with, and then realizing like I don't always have to be that person. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, I. I yeah, and then learning just to shut up, like just to, because it saves a lot of stress on my end. Yeah. Because I end up going home and being like, did I really have to say that? Yeah. And then did just kind of really? like kicking yourself all evening. Yeah. Yeah. And I meant to encourage, like check this out for instance, right? At my new workplace, like I saw the, this lady in the front and she's a busy woman. And me just being awkward, like socially, right? I'm like, oh, you guys are busy, huh? Not realizing like they... Because to me, it looked like they were, like, in their computer, like, working at the front desk. Yeah. But I saw them on their phones, like, once I got closer and could see over the counter. Oh. And they, like, looked up. Like, they were shocked because she's kind of, she's an HR. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I'm like, and then it was, like, to me, like, the way that I would could have would have been disrespectful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, this guy is... This guy's brand new. He's talking down on me. Like, Man, brand new. Acting brand new. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, and I'm like, so I walked out, and the rest of that day, like, I overplayed it. Yeah. You know, wow. I played it over in my mind. Yeah. I'm like, man, I'm such a dirtbag. Like, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. like, yeah. I was like, from her <clears throat> perspective, because she, like, looked up at me with a surprised look, like, did he just say that? Yeah. And then I, like, caught myself. I'm like, no, I mean, you guys look focused. Like, you guys are focused. And they're <laughs> like, oh, yeah. But to me, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, I didn't even have to say nothing. All I had to do was say hi and keep going. Yeah. Yeah, and the workplace, too, I, was gonna get in, I wasn't going to get into it, but, you know, um, that's a good place to you do your for instance. But, um, like, I just now, <laughs> I, I, I just now uh, got trained to do a different job. Yeah, and, but there's a, there are people there that there's a few people there that that done that job before me, yeah. and they've been there for a while, uh-huh. and I'm basically still the new guy, and you know it doesn't matter what I do, how I do it, somebody's gonna say something. I figured that out right off. <laughs> yeah, but at first I was like, well, you know, if you're so smart, you know, how come you don't do it? There it is. Go ahead, I'll trade you spots. Let's do that. But 
again, again, prove it, man. Again, I bite my tongue and I just say, "Okay, thank you for your help," and that's it. Yeah. And um, but I was also thinking earlier, or when Randy was talking about, um, you know, people will come along and criticize you and say things that you're, um, you're, I guess. I mean, it's just criticism. I, I won't get too too far into it, but you know, then I then I start getting down on myself. But then on the flip side of that, yeah, is when people come and say, "Hey, you're doing a good job. Hey, you're hey, that was really good. Hey, this is you know what you're doing is great. You know." And then I start getting um, praise. We'll say, yeah, and but well, I don't like that either. I mean, I'm not going to sit <sighs> here and say I don't like it, but it it, it kind of yeah. No, I think it, it plays into that. It irks or like I mean, it like bothers me. Yeah. No, it's hard. It's still hard for me to take compliments. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it, I think it plays into that perfectionism. Uh, that's a huge thing with like addicts and alcoholics. That perfectionism. Um, <clears throat> we don't like to. We don't like the gray area. It has to be black and white, good or bad. Um, so that perfectionism, like, like what you guys were both saying earlier, like we have it played out in our head what it's supposed to look like, and then when somebody compliments us. Our, their compliment is like way under what we expected it to be. So then we, it's hard. It's hard. That's the way I look at it. That's the way I was able to finally kind of see it was like when they compliment us for doing what we did, um, we can't, it's hard for me to accept it because what I wanted to do was like way like two more levels above what their compliment was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got to be more American than the Americans, more There's Mexican than the Mexicans. Exactly. It's, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And the way, and the way, <laughs> the, well, the way I think of it, the way I think of it was like, um, <laughs> Salinas. Um, the That's way I was I thinking of it was like, when, when you're mm. talking about expectations, it's my expectations that were up here. And then I didn't live up to that. Yeah. In my mind. Yep. And yet they still give you compliments. And I'm like, well, you're just saying that you're, you're, what are you, what are you trying Man, to, do? I what struggle you to with say? that. What are you yeah. trying to, like the false, you're, like incur, not false. I wouldn't say because they're doing it with good intentions. Yeah. But then you're like, man, you're just saying that to make me feel good. I yeah. Know, I know the truth. Like, yeah. I know how horrible yeah. I am. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, you know yeah, what exactly I mean? Like, I know, yeah, I know how bad this is. Like When yeah. they could be genuinely encouraging you. Yeah. But they, then uh, we're like, nah, screw you, man. Take your compliment and shove it up your whatever, you know? And, and, they're, and they're speaking their truth. Like, yeah. hey, that really is good. And then yeah. you're thinking, well, it's not what I thought it would be. So I'm not yeah. that good. And you're full of. Especially if they're more experienced in that area. Yeah. And they're like, man, like you're getting it a lot faster than I thought you would. Or, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they're like, hey, that's awesome. Or like, you know. Yeah. Yep. And you're like, no, man, this is bad. No, this like is you already tough. made your mind. You already made your mind up to disagree. You've already critiqued yourself in your head and it's already like solid. So yeah. then like their compliment is like, eh. And then I I think that when I backtrack and I go back down to the roots of it, the root, it goes back to that low self-esteem, low self-worth, low Mm self-image. Kind of that saying, I don't know if this is a proper place, but like, you know, don't pee on my back and tell me it's raining or something, you know what I mean? Like, you kind of know what it is, don't. Golden showers. Yeah, like <laughs> what? Yeah. I you said this was PG <laughs> What he said? Pee on your my back. <laughs> oh, it goes in harsher language, but you know what I'm saying, though. Like that's kind of because <laughs> golden showers. Hey, you're lucky. Maybe. I turned my filter on a long time ago. But... <laughs> oh, 
that's great. That's great. So, with all that, with all of that being said, you know, um, I still struggle with a lot of things, and it's just basically like I always say, conspiracy theories about myself. But the tools that I've learned how to use are self-talk. Number one, first number and foremost, one. and one of my favorite things to say to myself is like, "What are you? What are you doing? You, you don't need to be doing this. That's exactly. That's, that's dumb." Yep. I tell myself, "Don't be dumb." Don't be, you know, don't be ridiculous. And then uh, the self, uh, positive self-talk, and then you know, obviously reaching out, talking yeah. to people, mm-hmm. uh, going to meetings, and then listening, listening to other people because then I can hear myself and what they're going through, and then that means, well, hey, I'm not, I'm not unique. I'm not king baby after all. Exactly. Come on, because I do that. Like if I'm tripping about something or whatever, man, I'll go for a drive. And I've said it on previous episodes, I'll blast music or whatever. But in that drive, too, there's like a point where I'm just silent. Um, usually, it uh, depends on, the, you know, whatever I'm going through. But there's a point in there where I'm silent and I talk to myself. Like, hey, man, listen here, Josiah. You really need to knock this off, buddy. Just kidding, I don't <laughs> talk like that. But I'm like, hey, you need to stop <laughs> tripping. You need to let this go because it's BS the way you're acting. Yeah. And I just talk to myself like that. Out loud, and sometimes you know, kind of firmly, and you, you need to knock this off. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just uh-huh. talk to myself like that. Then I sit there and I'm, oh, cool, okay, yeah, that's exactly what I should do. <sighs> and, cool. uh, and of course, there's a lot of prayer. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I and I find oh, that too. Well, like when but when you're praying, <laughs> I almost said that word. Da 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 da. What word? What word? Oh. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna say it. Power. Oh, <laughs> say it. Oh, JC. Okay, just say there's power? a lot of power oh, in prayer. Okay, right. power, power, wonder working. I just remembered. I got the mute button, baby. Of the lamb. <laughs> of the lamb. Hey. hey. <laughs> I just thought of that. I was like, wait a minute. Go ahead. Have at it. <laughs> Don't you dare cut off my singing ever again. (laughs) I apologize. I should have let you go. I love your singing. (laughs) I love it with all of my heart. I love your people. Here's a dollar. You don't love it. You just say that. But you always just mute me. (laughs) You always just mute me. You just want me to feel better, but we both know the truth. (laughs) (laughs) We both know the truth You don't even love my singing You only say you love it when you're drunk <laughs> oh, oh, oh man Isn't that what you that what you've ever heard before? <laughs> you only say that when you're drinking <laughs> You don't even care otherwise <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness. gosh. That one went right to the root. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a lot of intervention tactics that I have. And I just wanted to, you know, bring up some stuff and then, you know, chop it up with you guys with that. Sure. For me, like one of the things that earlier on in recovery was, you know, uh, that fear of the unknown. Yep. So if I go into the meetings, you know, into a talking circle, or I go see a LAC yep. or a peer-to-peer specialist, if I go see, you know, somebody who's doing therapy work of any kind, yep. and I don't know how that's going to go, I'm te- I, my tendency would be to just clam up. 
Oh, yeah. And yeah. so I just, you know, wanted for those listeners out there who are kind of on the fence or, you know, you're kind of hesitant about that part of it. That's just basically what we just now did. That's all it is. Yep. And I wanted to kind of throw that out there. That was sort of my topic. It was not so much a topic, but as an example of, you know, just it's what to expect, especially when you got two two uh, individuals like this in the room who are both, you know, completely intelligent and they know what they're doing. They care and they're willing to, you know, say, hey, you know what? I do that same thing, too. Yep. And I, you know, this is how I deal with it or this is what, you know, what I think. And that's all it is because, you know, we all need help um, at some point, you know. Yeah. And just that conversation we had that right there, that was recovery. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, yeah, you yeah. Just, yeah. You just bring it. You bring your problems, you, you vent that to somebody and get a little bit of feedback, get a different perspective on the situation, what's going down. And then you're just like, oh, I never even thought of it that way. Yeah. That 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 was one of the hugest things that I found in like early on in recovery was like, okay, well, you need accountability people. I said, what are accountability people? It's just people you go to when you're having problems. You don't feel like you can handle it yourself. And like, okay, boom, I got my con- accountability people. I shot my problems off to them and they gave me a di- totally different perspective that I've would have never thought of and i was just like oh okay i can do that i'm gonna go do that because what i'm thinking my best thinking lands me in jails institutions and ultimately death and ultimately death and i think it's also important to know and understand that regardless of how you're feeling at any given moment what you say and your input to somebody else or even your the things you're going through that helps other people too Yep. So don't ever, you know, discount the fact that you are helping others. Yep. And that's the beauty of the rooms. You go in there, you share your experience, strength, and hope, or you hear some experience, strength, and hope from somebody else, and you walk away just like, ah, I'm not alone. That was, and you start killing that king baby. Start killing that king baby, the one that always wants to say, nobody loves me. Nobody wants to be with me. Nobody even cares about me. Nobody was there to see my hole in one. You only care when I have a bottle. <laughs> Abba Zabba, my only Nobody friend. understands me. Nobody understands me. They Nobody. just laugh at me. Nobody's been through what I've been through. They, think they just joke. put me down. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna. Okay, I won't get too dark. I will stop there. <laughs> All right, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> Filters I, working did I today. Really everybody say I have a bottle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Filters working. Today. See, and that's why I was like, Whoa. That's, that's as far as we will with that. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Man, dang it. Do you mean like a bottle, bottle, or a baby bottle? A baby bottle. Okay. Oh, I thought you meant like a bottle. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's what I meant. <laughs> that's the first thing I thought of too. And then I thought King Baby Bottle. Oh. No, I didn't mean that way. All right. Um, with that. It was a bad joke, fellas. You good? But, uh, all right. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that, that's all I wanted to do is, you know, just kind of uh, a quasi-therapy session just to let everybody know that that's all it is. It's easy. I mean, it's not easy, you know, especially when you're first starting out, but it's not what you what you might think. For sure. Uh-huh. All right, all right. Thank was you, Mr. Live? JCB, Johnny Lawrence, Ace, and the whole Cobra Kai. Thank you for taking us through that. And right now, I'm going to throw a no-look pass with my left hand over to Randy B in the place to be. Takes two dribbles. He goes up and he scores. Yeah. What was that? That was a swish. That was the sound of money. Cash money. Three ball corner pocket. Oh. Yeah, actually. 
Oh. In vino veritas. <laughs> what does that Evidently, mean? I'm Mr. Ringo's an educated man. Now I really hate him. <laughs> what are you guys doing now? <laughs> you got movies. <laughs> Tombstone. It always makes me feel like I missed out on something when I don't. I watched Tombstone when I was young, but I never. Go home and watch it tonight. But the thing with I like comedies. I don't like. It's funny. It is. It's got. Is uh. I was gonna say something, but it's inappropriate because of. But I mean, I remember watching it. Dark humor. I remember watching it when I was just stoned out of my gourd, and I thought it was the funniest thing because of the way they, you know. Yeah, the way they talk to each other and stuff. Yeah, they're just a little too western. Yeah. Hey, there's an old one. That's a that's an old one from back in the day. You're too western. Oh, remember, yeah, remember yeah, hearing yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too western. Getting a little western. Getting a little too western. But yeah, get western up in this. Yippee ki yay! Motherfuckers! Filter. But I wanted to talk quickly, shortly, filter, about the uh, learning. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to like bring this about in the conversation, okay? But anyway, it's about the, uh, like, kind of like what I've been learning recently is the importance of self-care. I think previously understood it, but I've never had this many things on the table, mm-hmm. so I never really... Did it as a priority or where you always have dead time so nothing's really prioritized. Yeah. But now I'm learning because of the because of the new arena that I'm walking through, the importance of self care. Like I gotta take care of myself first. And and it's something that I've always encouraged people when I've like, you know, like mentored them and, and walked with them during certain seasons of their life and be like, Okay, you gotta strengthen yourself before you go strengthen others. Mm-hmm. But now I'm learning that it it's really it's self-care is what we're talking about at the end of the day and what you do to build this for yourself. For me, it's turning off my phone and getting off social media. Mm. It's being alone. Maybe it's reading a book. It's taking a nap. It's watching comedies or just hanging out with my friends and family yep. or simply at home by myself, jumping online with my online community and playing 2K. Like, I find, like, when I do those things, what it does is it fills my cup to overflow. Yep. It, it, it allows me to concentrate on myself, like, take care of me first it, and mm-hmm. think about certain things, think about certain situations, how I could have done things better, or even just, like, to get back to this place where my cup is so full that I can't help when I leave what I'm doing to go out and pour into others. Yep. And at the end of the day, especially in my line of work now, like that's really needed, you know, Yep. to take. I think it's important for everybody in recovery. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I thought it was something like for me, like, you know, going out and getting a pedicure or, or going out and getting a massage or going out and and, and spending this uh, huge amount of money on something when really it's simply like could be as simple as taking a walk around the park. Exactly. Yep. You know, like <clears throat> taking care of yourself first so that you can take care of others. In a sense, like not literally, but, you know, Mm -hmm. like especially like counseling and just, you know, giving advice and and loving on people wherever they're at. Yeah. Um, I think it's imperative. And that's what mine looks like. I kind of wanted to ask you guys, what do you do to fill your cup up? I know we hang out. We talk a lot. 
yeah. we kind of have an idea, but for our audience, what are ways that you practice self-care? What does it look like for you? So, go ahead, JC. Well, um, I, I guess for me, I, I'll just, because there's a lot of things, and I'll just touch on a few of them. But um, I think what it really comes down to is like spending time, like um, quality time and being in the moment of whatever it is I'm doing. Because I like to, I like, you know, doing arts and crafts and stuff. Uh, I like to go golfing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, I love listening to music. I love playing my guitar, even though, you know, I'm not good at it. But <laughs> that's that's fine, too. I mean, but it, to me, it's it's just it. It's uh, it's the quality, the quality, yeah, therapeutic. But it's the quality of the time that I'm putting into it. Yeah, and I always, you know, like if I feel like I'm, ugh, I hate that. I think that if I get into the point <laughs> where, or like I'm trying to learn a new song, mm-hmm. and it's not coming down, and I start getting frustrated, then I put that away. Oh yeah, and then I'll say, okay, what else can I do? What else can I focus on? And then if I'm beating or something like that, and then I feel like I did it again. I, you know, I, I just, something's not coming out right, <laughs> yeah. then I'll put that down. But the quality of my mental state and my uh, emotional state, during anything that I'm doing, I think is probably the most important thing for me. Yeah. And so, you know, and so I guess, you know, I try to be mindful of that. And we always have, remember I said, you know, we have like up to 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day. Yeah. E- and I'm like, wow, that, I mean, how, who's going to keep track of all that? But the one thing I know we can uh, always uh, count on is our feelings. Mm-hmm. And our feelings stem from our thoughts. So if I'm feeling frustrated, then I'll stop. Okay, why am I feeling this way? Oh, it's because I can't get this to go, you know? Yeah. And then so I'll do the next thing. But, it's, you know, then that's just part of it, you know, I love listening to music. Like, I like watching comedies. Anything, yeah. anything that makes me laugh because yeah. um, it, laughter is the best medicine, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, listening to music, playing music. Oh, I'm trying to think of if I left <laughs> anything out mm-hmm. without repeating myself. But, you know, those kind of things, just the quality of it. Golfing, of course. I mean, when I go golfing, you know, a bad day of golfing is, you know, better than my best day anywhere else. Well, in a, in a lot of places, yes, and not not everywhere, but in a lot of places, and I can go out there and I can do that, and it's crazy because like, <laughs> what is it, par three? So that's what, eighteen, fifty four, right? This is, would be par. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but I'm just putting that in pers- so I could put it put it in perspective because like one day I'll shoot a sixty five, which for me is good. Yeah. And then the next day I'll shoot seventy five, <laughs> and I'll think, "What the heck happened?" You know, and yeah, I, yeah. I laugh about it. And yeah, I was yeah. like, "Okay, I can see where I remember where I did." You know, I yeah. missed my putts, and I do. But then the next day I'll go back and I'll do like sixty three. Yeah, and I'm like, "Okay, see, so it's that up and down." But the quality of my time while I'm there is always the same. I'm enjoying it. I like to be out there. Um, I mm. see a lot of people go out there with they they take off their shoes like like how hey, you guys are wearing the flip flops. Yeah, and they just. They golf without their shoes on, and I always wanted to try. I just never do. I never think that far ahead. I just get up and go. Really? But yeah, I just they they're out there gripping the grass with their claws, their claws. bare claws. But yeah, that for me, it's just it's the quality that Is that that must be a new thing about not wearing shoes when you golf because there's like NBA stars that are doing that. I thought it would they were just messing around, but I this Clay Thompson I follow on Instagram. He 
he did that recently on one of his posts. He took he didn't have any shoes and he teed off. Love Clay Thompson. Yeah. That's my favorite thing, especially on the soft pasture grass. Yeah, yeah. Take your shoes off. It's like taking your shoes off. Like even in the office, like I'll kick my shoes off and just put my keep my socks on. Yep. Like it just I don't know what it is, but it just makes me feel more it's, it's at that, ease. It's that connection. You're yeah. connected to the to the earth. I feel like one with Mother Earth. Yep, exactly. That's a, that's what it is, man. You just reconnect to that energy. Um, so, yeah, man, both you guys talking about self-care, what you guys do. And <clears throat> I hear you guys saying it, but you, I hear you guys talking about it, but you guys didn't say it, but it was you guys are both doing it. It's like whatever it is that you're doing for self-care, and you guys got a lot of things on your shelves for self-care and a lot of things in your arsenal. But what I'm hearing, too, is, like, you guys are in the moment. Yeah. yeah. There you you go. know, that's the hugest thing with self-care is you got to be there. You got to be in that moment, like, turning off your phone or putting your phone on silent and then being there and doing what you enjoy, whether visiting with family, friends, beating, golfing, playing 2K. Because um, back when I was counseling, I I, that was one of the things that they had to do on their treatment plan was they had to set up an hour a week to do self-care. And they had to be in the moment and they had to turn off their cell phone, no distractions. They had to let everybody in their circle know, this is what I'm doing on Wednesdays from 5 o'clock to 6 o'clock, so leave me alone. And I had them set it up that way while they were doing our treatment. And they had to come in every week and talk about it. And <clears throat> so... With that, you know, I had, I had to practice what I preach. <laughs> you can't be just out there being a hypocrite because that's one of my biggest pet peeves, too. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. So pre-pandemic, uh, I used basketball coaching, you know, to as a self-care. And I, that might sound crazy to some people, you know, but the actual practices where... You know, the kids come in, and you're putting them through drills, and then they're joking, laughing around. You're joking, laughing around. You're in the moment, and then, like, seeing them, like, that little spark that goes off, and they're like, boom, they get it. And then they know how to do it, and then they're trying new things out, uh, trying to get more fancy with it or whatever. Um, trying, you know, making those moves their own and putting their little spice on it. That was That was freaking awesome for me. And so pre-pandemic for two years, uh, coach basketball every Wednesday from five to six, five to seven, two hours. And I let everybody in my circle know. I said, this is what I'm doing. Um, you try to get hold of me, you're not gonna, I'm not going to answer. And I turn, put my phone on silent and I put it in my back pocket. Or I put it in my bag in the gym and I was there. And for those two years, that two hours every Wednesday like flew by. And I always look forward to the next week. It's like, oh, I can't, get, can't wait to get back in the gym. Um, <clears throat> but, and then the pandemic came, and I couldn't coach. We couldn't gather. So I started walking, and I, that died out, and I, I cussed someone out. Last August, around this time, cussed them out. And... I went back to the drawing board, called timeout, and I was like, why, why did I do that? And I was like, oh, man, I've been doing, I haven't been doing self-care for a couple months now, so that's why I exploded. And then I looked back, too, and I was like, that was two years I was doing self-care every Wednesday from 5 to 7. I, didn't, I never cussed anybody out. And prior to doing, prior to recovery, prior to the Red Road, man, I was always cussing somebody out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, if not monthly, weekly, I was cussing someone out. 
So that's what happens to me if I don't <clears throat> if I don't uh, do self care. Now today, what I do for self care, a lot of it is like physical activity, lively, lively up, lively up myself. You know, whatever it is, walking, shooting some hoops, um, but mostly walking. Um, <clears throat> and last week, one of my self cares, I you know, I climbed up to the M at the University of Montana. That was probably one of the hardest things I've done in a long time. Man, I almost lost my dinner halfway up. <laughs> oh, seriously, man. man. Like, seriously, I was, like, coughing. And, like, I thought, oh, here it comes. But, uh, you know, I just coughed up a bunch of phlegm. Man, I, when I was, I was coughing so hard, man, it felt like my soul was going to leave my body. <laughs> man, it was that. I was that bad. Coughed and you lightheaded? Yeah. And then I was like, but I didn't want to quit. And I made it all the way to the top. Anyway, so, like, that kind of stuff, like, pushing myself to be more active and you know we had the summer camp day camp with the the urban youth here in Bellings and that was a lot of self-care for me and I would go on for going for hikes taking them on field trips and like just being in the moment I think the more I'm able to be in the moment in whatever I'm doing like even this the podcast is part of my self-care now yep because I come here I share some experience strength and hope I hear some experience strength and hope from you guys or I hear some experience, strength, and hope from a guest that's come on. This this is part of my self-care now. I'm here. I'm in the moment. You know, I'm present. I know. And then, like, some one good way to be in the moment is to, like, ground yourself real quick. And one thing that I like to do is, like, I describe things in the room. So I got JC sitting on my left. I got Randy B on my – I mean, JC on my right, Randy B on my left. I got a bottle of Gatorade right here. I got my laptop in front of me. I got my microphone right here. I'm touching my microphone. And that brings me out of whatever I'm thinking about. And it brings me to the present moment. And a lot of times, sometimes I got to do that throughout the day. Because, well, if we're not in the moment, then we're future tripping and, or living in the past. That, that's that form of mind, mindfulness. Because one of the things I forgot to mention was meditation. And, yes. And when, and when you said, when both of you said, you know, I turn off my phone. I, I turn, it's one of the very few times when I'm not either listening to music or you know i have the tv on but a lot of times i don't really you know i'm not paying attention to it but it's just kind of background noise yeah but i'll turn that off and i'll you know and obviously in in that apartment building there's little noises here and there but i just from practicing this in in prison you know there's always these weird noises that you hear all the time no matter how quiet it gets yeah but so i kind of you know learned how to tune those out but that mindfulness that and that's all it is meditation you know I'll, I'll always preach that for people to give it a try because you know when i first heard it my, my initial thought was hung rung, ring, ring, hung rung, rung, you know oh, like yeah. you sit there like you know like those old buddha, chants. Uh, yeah chants and buddha guys and they always show them uh, those hippie skippy dudes on movies and stuff on tv yeah but it's not that i mean it's just you being quiet Quieting down your mind and being mindful, and the best way to quiet it down is to focus on your breathing, mm-hmm. and to breathe in the correct way. Because you know we, somewhere along the line, we learned how to not breathe right. Yeah, and so that's one of the things. That, and that just when you guys talked about turning everything off, that's what that reminded me of, and I, that's something I try to do. Sometimes it's five minutes, and I you know I can't do it anymore. So I, there's no point in trying to force it, right? Yeah. So, other times, I'll be sitting there, and man, 20 minutes will go by just like that, boom. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there listening to, and I, and I first started out 
with guided meditation. So I listen to somebody and then they could do the, like the body scan yeah. or, you know, how to do, uh, control your breathing. And mm-hmm. I still got it. Remember I was telling you guys about that, my little MP3 player. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I still got it. And so I charged that up and I, and it, it, you have to pay for your music, obviously like a dollar 50 a song. So yeah. I got about five or six of those on there. Mm-hmm. Just guided meditation. And I still listen to the same ones over and over. Nice. And I could go online. I tried a couple of different apps and I thought, Meh. I mean, they're, 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 there's nothing wrong with them. It's just not what I was used to. So I just went with what I was used to. Yeah. So I just keep going back to that. But they're, they're out there and they're, they're extremely helpful, especially once you get in. And <coughs> afterwards, afterwards, man, everything is just clear. And, and I will give you one example of a time where in the middle of my meditation, it was weird because, like, I wasn't here. I was up here. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 hard to explain. Yeah, but I felt like I was like this area just above my head. Mm. Okay, like my conscious, like I don't know. It was just mm-hmm. this this peaceful, easy, peaceful feeling, as the Eagles would say. Yeah, and it was. I always try to get back to that. I kind I kind of do, but not to that. Wow, that level. I don't know what it was. I don't know what I did that time. Maybe I was just in the zone at the time. But maybe it was what you ate for lunch. That's another good thing about self-care, too, is you got to watch what you eat. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, you know, garbage in, garbage out, Yep. as the the computer guys say. I was looking at a couple um, apps that I have on my phone regarding, like, healthcare and meditation and stuff. Yeah. And I just realized, like, I downloaded them, but I never even logged in any of them. <laughs> That's why I have my phone here. Well, first, first of all, you're taking <laughs> up a like, lot of use, uh, space on your phone if you're not using it. I but, know. Uh, That's not like, man, I feel bad because, well, it was recommended to me, too. But they were Smiling Mind, Sanvelo, and Headgear. Headgear. Mm. There's one that I still mm. got on my phone. It's called Brain Aurum. Mm-hmm. And, and it kind of has this weird, like, um kind of flowy music to it but in the background there's there's a frequency like a certain level yeah uh, just a just a like a drone i guess would be the word to describe it but you don't you're not even paying attention to that but your subconscious mind is yeah. it can hear it yeah and then there's there's like a frequency for if you want to be more active there's one to where you want to relax right before you go to sleep but that frequency mm-hmm. in the background will change up and down and it's it's crazy because i'll sit there and listen to the sleep one yeah, and then I'll wake up and, whoa! What what, what just happened? Yeah, it felt like you just yeah. blinked your eyes. Yeah, it's just like you just blinked your eyes, and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But they're out there, and I I strongly recommend them. Try them out for sure. And <clears throat> a huge part of like uh, that is like like the modulated breathing. There's a lot of techniques out there too. Um, the one I love to use is whatever you know. Breathe in for two seconds. Breathe out for four. Um, I had to do that a lot. That's part of my self-care, too. I have to do that. If I get to the point where I'm starting to get angry, man, I'll call timeout, step back, um, and just do some modulated breathing for a couple minutes. And then that lowers my heart rate. I can chill and then come back to the situation. You're like, okay. It's crazy how that works out, though, because, like, your, your, your brain, your subconscious brain knows what your body's up to. Yeah. And if it's like like how you said, like your heart pressure or your heart pressure, <laughs> your blood pressure's up, and you know you're getting yeah. that anxious kind of feeling. Yeah. Like if you just modulate your breathing, like you said, it tells your brain, okay, I'm okay. Yeah. And then your brain will say, okay, he's okay, so now we can be okay. It's all systems start 
you know. Shutting turn, down. Turn off the alarm. We're all right. We don't have to freak out here and cause some chaos and yeah. drama. But I, I, absolutely, I, Up absolutely, in here. I absolutely agree with that because it's like one of those things that I was, you know, I looked into it. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I try to really understand the whole concept of it. Yeah. And that's, that's something I do too. But like my mind has always been guided. Oh, yeah. But, you know, that, that um, breathing, learning how to breathe right and st- not from your upper body, but from your diaphragm down. From your spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Let your soul breathe. He says that and he grabs his gut. Spirit. <laughs> Under the gut. You need to breathe from the gut. From the diaphragm. Let's go. From your diaphragm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh happy day <laughs> oh. oh happy day When my Jesus was <laughs> When Jesus was <laughs> <laughs> No like I remember Wash my sins away <laughs> Oh happy day La 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 <laughs> <laughs> That was from yeah. Sister Act 2. What's it called? Back in Action or something like that? Back in the Habit. I remember, <laughs> action. I remember this fight, like, right before this final time, like, I straightened up. I was at my mom's house checking yeah. it out, and that movie came on. <laughs> and I was watching it. My mom was like, thank you, Jesus. Oh, because you were watching it? Yeah, because I was watching it, and she, like, knew that, uh, you know, my mind was changing from thinking it was something corny to, you know, watching it, too. Yeah, Yeah, laughing, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) For sheezy. Um, Yeah, one thing that we, when I got into counseling, they started talking about, like, trauma-informed care. And all that is just, like, all the providers are doing self-care, making sure they're okay so that they can come in and respond to yeah. patients. Like not, you know, just being present with the patient, meeting them where they are and pointing them in the right direction. And not any kind of prejudice or bias at all, just being there with them. And so I really, I really promote trauma-informed care. Because it's the providers doing self-care, a lot of it, so that they can be there present with the patient, with the clients. That makes a lot of sense, though. Yeah. Because if you're, he said it earlier, if if I'm out of whack, then I'm no good to you. Yep. Yep. So, and that's how how I think of it, too, is like, if, if I'm not good, then how, like, in those four areas that we talk about, uh, emotional, mental, spiritual, yep. physical, if I'm out of balance, then I won't be able to ultimately fulfill my 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 goal for the day, which is to reach out and help people or, you know, just treat people as human beings. Yeah. Because sometimes, sometimes that's all somebody just, when we never know, like, how, just the things that we say. Yeah. Or just to listen. Yeah. Like I was talk, talking about the guy talking about the traffic every morning. I mean, maybe that's his... His uh, high point, yeah. Oh, I can get, I can get to work, and I can see uh, that one blonde Indian guy, and I can talk, see my favorite Indian. See my favorite Indian. <laughs> and 
talk to him about the traffic, and you know, and I just sit there and listen. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Or oh, how come he didn't drive a different way? Uh-huh. Not just you know, man, shut up. Ain't nobody care about your traffic, dude. I gotta get to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just that putting the humanity back into it. That's what my uh, coworker she said that I was sharing with her some stuff, and she's like, "Well, you're a glass half full kind of guy, aren't you?" <laughs> I was all convicted. I was oh. like, man, what can I do to become better? How dare you say that about me? <laughs> so when we were working that Friday or Thursday, and I kept saying, yeah, you know, like we were talking about, and I'm like, I'm, since uh, I'm a glass half full kind of guy, not a glass <laughs> half empty, like I kept making jokes, but it's like, I ain't never going to hear the end of this. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have said it. <laughs> I uh-huh. like that. I like that though, because that's that's how I always try to. I mean, I've always tried to view life like that is to see the silver lining. Silver lining, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And even though, I mean, especially we already talked about it earlier with myself, it's kind of tough because that old the enemy man, he knows which buttons to push. Ooh, we. So. I think it's so easy to go to the negative though. It is like it, it is, it is like. Easy. I think everybody sees the negative, but nobody speaks it. Yeah, like. Yeah, and I just, on that note, like, I read, I shared this meme that said that if, uh, if you, if someone's excited about something and you make them feel stupid for being excited about that yeah. thing, then you're the worst type of person. Man, I yes. read that and I felt like what you said, like convicted. I was like, oh crap, man. I feel like I've been doing this or I feel like I've done this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I was just like, so that's been on my mind lately, man. That's and crazy because. Now that when when you said that, I'm yeah. thinking, oh my god, yeah, I, I've done that. Yeah, I think those are times like to get out of the rat race. Yeah, yep. You know that's a sign of like, for me, it's like okay, I got to take that. Like if I'm seeing everything in the negative view, then it's like okay, I need to take time for myself. Yep, that's a like that's definitely a red flag. Turn off my phone, not answer anybody, just chill. Yep. Definitely, because, like, I, man, I don't want to be that guy, you know? Yeah, And exactly. I've been that that's, guy. That's that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, oh, man, I was that guy. Yeah. And I think now I just stay home and not talk to anybody for a while. <laughs> yeah. Like, for the night, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. for the afternoon or whatever it is. Like, yeah. I feel myself. Like, I feel it. And then, like, once I come out of it, then I'm like, then I start calling people. and so. I'll oh. stop. But I, I get that, like, I, I, I try to be excited because you're excited. I mean, that's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what, 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 you know, the other person is doing. It's like, man, this that's bringing a lot of joy into this person's heart. So yeah. I'm joyful for that. Yeah. It's not like, like if I said, oh, uh, I really like golfing. And it was really exciting. And I got a hole in one. And then somebody said, so, yeah, yeah. I don't even like, golf. Prove it. I don't even golf. You know, I know about I like, ten people that got hold in ones before. I don't even. I don't even like. <laughs> I don't even like golfing. You know, yeah, but and just being stuff yeah, like but, that. But, but, I, but even if I didn't like golfing, I'd be. Oh, that's pretty cool. I heard that's pretty rare. You know, and if I didn't know anything about it, I'd be excited because you're excited. Yes. Yeah, that's how. That's what I would strive to be. To be the biggest encourager in the room. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. that's what I like. I want to be because for so long I've always been the negative one. <laughs> and I, I also, yeah, I, somewhere I, I read that, you know, you, you go through your day and you tell people, hey, you're doing a good job. You are doing a good job. And so I say that just to random, like if I go to the restaurant and and it looks like 
the server is just having one of those days, especially now that they're shorthanded. Oh, yeah. I just say, oh, yeah, th- thank you. You're doing a good job. Yeah. That's it. And, you you know, that has an effect on them, whether they know oh. it or not. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, same thing. Like, we went ate out at this Mexican restaurant in Missoula, and I was just watching, like, the, like the workers, you know, the hosts and then, like, the staff. Man, they're running around crazy, getting food out the tables, making sure our drinks were refilled and stuff. Man, they're like, they look stressed. Yeah. Stressed. So then, like, after we, you know, after we ate and everything, then I went and found our host. And the host, the guy that was seeing people, and then our server, and I said, man, that food was delicious. Thank you, guys, man. That was beautiful, beautiful food, everything. And I just, like, you know, gave them some compliments. And, like, the relief on their face, they're just like, oh, thank you. And, like, they could barely, you know, they're, you know, they're bilingual. So they kind of had, you know, an accent and everything. They're thanking me and patting me on the back. Gracias, gracias. Yeah, patting me on the back and everything. And then I I felt good, you know, just to give them that. Just like that that encouragement. Man, service was good. Man, food was awesome. It was delicious. Make sure you tell the chef and I'll say that. That's pretty cool, though, you know, to to hear that. Because, like I said, you don't know what kind of effect it would have. It's usually a good one. It's like, man, this guy came and said, we're doing a good job, and now I'm ready. I can make it through the rest of the day. Yeah. Man, that food was bomb, though, man. And that makes me hungry for Mexican food. But that's kind of how we <laughs> were the last two times that we, because we ate out for my sister's birthday last Sunday, and then, um, nice. And then Friday we went out uh, with my mom and my sisters. And, and both times uh, at the end, like Friday especially, because it was hard for him to see us. Like, oh. It was tough. And then we waited over an hour. Oh, yeah. So you could have been, like, negative in that point. But yeah. seeing where they were coming from, yeah. uh, when we left both places, we left pretty big tips. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. man, that guy, I was like, did you get your tip? And he goes, like, he went and looked. He goes, no. He's like, maybe he took it, whatever. And he went and looked at it. And, man, like, he came over. And he chased us outside. And he gave me, like, two 10% offs. Oh, nice. Like two cards? Yeah, yeah. Like, Coupons? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's like, here, man, for you guys next time here, man. Like, yeah, yeah. But just doing stuff like that, that mm-hmm. that's like tangible, you know? Yeah. Because, yeah, man, like they're working too for their livelihood. And a lot of them, sure. they're not taking a lot of cash home on their paycheck. So where they get it is from the... The tips. Yeah, the tips. So, Just to be good to others. Yeah. Yeah. Being like, hey, man, we could have been an a-hole and been like... Why, was I, why it takes so long? Why is our food taking so long? Yeah, because they forgot my Bozeman roll. Then they forgot my drink. Like, you know, they didn't give me a drink. They didn't give me the Bozeman roll. They didn't. What's the Bozeman roll? <clears throat> this one is like a deep fried uh, sushi roll. Oh. Um, and they didn't bring it. Like, he didn't even put it on a ticket. But. Oh, he totally forgot it. Yeah. Ugh. And Ooh. there was a lot of stuff in there that I could have been like. Where I think previously, yeah, like I probably would have pointed them out and be like, "Man, this guy ain't getting no tip, man." Like, don't nobody know? tip him. Even, yeah. even, even if you, even if you didn't do all that, even if you didn't outwardly be that a hole, you would still have that negative, ne- that negative feeling inside of you. Yeah. yeah. So, but we blessed him pretty nice, and man, he came running out and gave gave me two ten uh, percent off cards. Right on for my next visit. Cool, cool. Yeah. I always say you, you can tell a lot about a person by how you treat, how they treat food servers. Yeah. yeah. The people that are waiting on you in a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. And that note, man, I, the people that I can't stand, like, 
you know, it's always someone that's sitting close in earshot of you, and they're always like asking, like, "Do you know where these tomatoes were grown, or what gun, or if they're organic, or they're, you know, blah 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 blah." The pesticide <laughs> was used on these when they're ordering a salad. I'm like, dude, just order a salad. <laughs> Man, some of them get like really technical, don't they? I know. I want one slice of lemon squeezed on there, not two, or not the whole half a lemon, just one slice squeezed on my lettuce. And they just get all into it. I was like, whoa. You want to buy some Girl Scout cookies? I don't know. Are they made from real Girl Scouts? <laughs> <laughs> Where the heck is that from? It's well, Tombstone? No. <laughs> it's, it's at the end of Tombstone. <laughs> it's at the very end, at the end of the credits. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, those two girls were talking on Adam's Family, remember? <laughs> Wednesday. But she said it differently. But anyway. Hmm. Oh, are they made of like oh like are Girl Scouts cooked in them or yeah. something like that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Are they made of real Girl Scouts? <laughs> right well, on. she because she had, she was selling lemonade and she said that uh, the the one girl said, "Well, I'll buy some of your lemonade. Is it made from real lemons?" Oh, I'll get some oh. of your lemonade if you buy some of our Girl Scout cookies. Well, I don't know. Are they made with real Girl Scouts? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Adam's family's dark. Very dark. It's my your kind of show, there, buddy. <laughs> People ODing on that show. It doesn't have to be bad. She could have OD'd on M&M's or something. <laughs> it got into Sugar Shock. All right. Sugar Shock. I think we beat that one, that horse to death. I think we did too. Kesha died early on, so, yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> to the dead horse we just beat <laughs> to death. To the dead horse we just beat to death. Oh, give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's still kicking. Oh, he's still alive. He's still, still there. All right, all right. Give me some horns. Uh, we got- Give me some horns, please. As we. Oh, hey, episode forty-one. We're not done yet. Yeah. We're about to wrap it up. So why don't you cue me up with that speak on it beat? And whenever you're ready, DJ, why don't you hit me with that beat? Speak on it. Speak on it, bro. Speak on it, bro. Speak on it. Speak on it. Speak on it. All right. It's Mo Hugs, Not Drugs, and my Speak on It. Um, I actually wanted to sing some crow hymns for... As a prayer for all, everybody out there, you know, we're all struggling with our own struggles. Um, <clears throat> and lately, I've been feeling like there's a lot of a lot of people passing away due to COVID or what what have you, you know. And there's a lot of broken hearts out there, and people in mourning and stuff. I'm still in mourning, still grieving. But uh, so I wanted to sing these crow, crow hymns for you guys out there having a hard time. I'm seeing a couple of them here. <clears throat> These are some of my favorite ones that I grew up listening to. So, and I learned ever since I was a kid. So, seeing a couple of those, and that'll be my speak on it for tonight. And um, as I'm singing them, you know, just let those let those heartaches go. Turn turn them over to a bad idea. <clears throat> Bago se gala be 
stuff man i just i always love listening to this guy sing uh i was just gonna go off of uh kind of what i was talking about earlier you know getting down on myself and you know the enemy attacks and then you know uh start getting into these mind funks if you will um 
And so the, what I'm going to say is just basically what's going through my mind when I'm doing that self-talk to snap myself out of it. And it uh, kind of goes like something. I'm going to keep it clean because I have a tendency to let my tongue slip and say bad words. But but uh, anyway, so like if I'm feeling down, I'm feeling, you know, just beating myself up. <clears throat> I just got to tell myself. Hey, you need to knock that off. You need to behave. You need to, you know, straighten up. Think about it. Think about what's really going on. You're not that bad. You you need to understand that you can have anything. You can be anything. You can do anything. You have the power. You have the ability. You have the intelligence. You have the support. You have everything you need to be successful. And you are being successful. You're not where you want to be, but you're not where you were. So you need to, you know, man, just... You, you got to stop. Just stop. Sometimes you just got to say stop. And, you know, you got to, I, there's no reason for that. There's no reason for you to keep going on, going on, going on. I know it's easier to slide down the mountain than it is to climb up a bit. But when you get to the top of that one, guess what? False peak. You got to keep on going. You got to keep on moving because that is your destiny. That's where your, your, uh, you know, your purpose lies. It lies over the next horizon. And then when you get there, it goes to the next one and the next one. And every time you do, you're building up strength. Every time you keep going, you're building up that resiliency. Sometimes I tell myself, I don't want to be resilient. I want to be rest. I want to be a. I just want to be. I don't want to have to be resilient. I don't want to have to go through bad things. I don't want to have to, you know, experience these negative emotions and negative thoughts. But that's part of it. That's just part of life. And so you take that and you don't shy away from it. You can't shy away from that. See it for what it is. Go for it head on and tackle it because that's how you grow. That's how you learn. And that's how you're going to help people in the future by giving yourself part of yourself. Even though it's scary. Even though you think people are out there talking about you in a negative way because they are. Guess what? Like it or not, some people just don't like you. And that's fine. But you just got to keep going. You can't stop because you've come so far. You've done so much. It might seem like at times you haven't done anything. and then, But you have to also take into account what other people are saying. Don't negate what they're saying with your own negative thoughts. Because... If you surround yourself with the right people, they'll always be honest with you. They'll always be truthful with you in a good way. Not to bring you down, not to be harsh, not to be overly critical, but to help you get to where they know you can be. And so bring that in. Take it. Kick out the negative. People want to talk about you. People want to say, well, you used to do this and you used to do that. And I look at you, you look like this or you act like that. Even in the present, just let it go because in the end, you're the one that has to be with you all the time. So you might as well love yourself. You might as well be at peace with yourself. And you might as well stay the course because in the end, you don't know how you're going to help people. You don't know whose life you could affect in a positive way. You don't know exactly what it is that creator has in store for you you might have an idea but you'll never know and it's going to be greater than you've ever imagined it'll be better than you ever thought 
and you will achieve things that even you couldn't even dream up in your wild imagination as it runs away with you. So stay the course. Believe in yourself because I know others believe in you. And at the very least, you know, God believes in you. That's why you're here. That's why you're doing what you're doing. That's why you came into contact with all these people who are supportive and who are helping you and who are guiding you and who are teaching you. And so just listen to some music. Go watch a funny movie. Go golfing. Play, play the guitar. Do whatever it is that you love and enjoy that moment. And it will all come back to you. Refresh your batteries. Re, recharge your your inner battery. And in the end, it will be okay. And uh, that's just kind of a bit of my own little self-talk. I figured I'd share a little bit of that with you because... I'm not perfect. I struggle. I still, I mean, I, w- I don't want to say struggle, but I do go through things that um, that I used to before when I was in my active addiction, and it scares me because then I think, well, I'm going back to that. Or that's, you know, that's how I felt when I was using, and I don't ever want to do that again. But that's just part of it. And there are tools that we can get and the tools that we can develop and, you know, uh, things that we can use to overcome that. And it's part of that learning process. Sometimes learning is hard. Sometimes growing is painful. And sometimes achieving your goal isn't what, how you, isn't what you expect it would be. But the end, the end game will always be the same. And that's all I got for you guys. I hope you got something out of that. Many a hoes. Speak on it. Speak on it, bro. On it, bro. Speak on it. Speak on it. Speak on it. Yo, hello. It is seven o'clock on the evening hour. With Randy B in the place to be. <laughs> hey, what happened to my background music? Oh. <laughs> we we didn't have ours, so I I I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Hey, you're Oh, I was vibing there. The song is called Let me find it. I hope you know by Simple Man. <laughs> Man, I'm sorry. I, I <laughs> we're going on a fly right now and I couldn't find the name of the song. But it's I Hope You Know by Superman featuring Ashley Hall. And the reason why I played it, and, and if you haven't noticed lately, all my speak on it have been dealing with Superman because he's my favorite hip-hop artist. That's across, you know, across the board, man. I love seeing somebody from my culture, from my tribe, 
succeeding in what he has endeavored, like succeeding in, in the arena that he set out to uh, conquer, and he, he's conquering it. But tonight, I wanted to focus on some other natives that are doing something awesome. And if you haven't yet watched or even subscribed to Hulu, so you can watch a show called Reservation Dogs that depicts like real reservation life rather than like the Hollywood, how Hollywood stereotype Native Americans to look like savages, to look like they're they don't they're not intelligent, to make it look like like all this stuff like done in a negative uh, light. But Reservation Dogs is from the co-creators and executive producer Sterling Harjo and Teika Watiti. I probably butchered that name, but it's a half-hour comedy that follows the exploits of four indigenous teenagers in rural Oklahoma who steal, rob, and save in order to get to the exotic, mysterious, and far-away land of California. But man, I'm I'm inspired. I'm I thank. Like, man, I I thank God that we're in a time in history where something like this is so, shown on a major network. Because coming up, man, we didn't see natives doing something in mainstream society and succeeding at it. But hearing somebody like Superman or seeing somebody like these creators of shows that are on Hulu, like, man, that's inspiring not only to us and, and our podcast and the platform that we're creating, but it's inspiring to the children that are coming up behind us. It's it's showing them like, yo, like you can grow up native. You can grow up with your hair long you can grow up like with your culture at hand and you can succeed in mainstream society not only can you succeed but you can create and develop something better than that was ever there before and to me man that's inspiring man thank uh josiah for singing some crow hymns that's our culture thank JC for sharing what was on his heart because every time that I listen to these brothers I'm inspired and it makes me feel like I can do anything that I set my heart to accomplish because ultimately man it's about raising my daughter up to show her like we can do what we want like the 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 the, the opportunities are endless man and and pray that you listeners it's crazy because it, what's awesome about this platform that we've created, too, it's not just in Montana, it's not just in the city of Billings, but one thing that always amazes me is that we are a global podcast. Like, we got loyal listeners from across the sea that listen to this show, and that, like, shows me, like, man, what we started as something small is reaching things that we never even saw. And that's inspiring, man. God bless you guys. I love you. Episode 41, Randy B from LG, the place to be. And his speak on it. Oh. Ah, hey. Speak on it. Yeah. Ah, hey. Everybody dance. This Thursday is the... Annual Crow Fair and Celebration! Everybody dance, uh, hey, even if you're in street clothes from last night, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> even if you're wearing a t-shirt, cut it up into a ribbon shirt and join the circle. Uh, hey, come on now. <laughs> <laughs>
Practice, practicing with MC for this year's co fair celebration. TB Capital of the World. What ja? What ja? Come on out. Me and us three are the MCs. <laughs> Watch. Someday. Someday. Someday we will be. be messing around. <laughs> They're going to call yeah. us in. They listen to this, they might charge us at the gate. <laughs> you guys are gonna talk about how what kind of job we did? <laughs> uh, no, but I uh, appreciate you two gentlemen for bringing it as always, and you know I appreciate your guys' adaptability too. You know my work schedule takes me out of town at times, and or we got events that go down in the evenings at times, and you guys are always gracious and. You guys are always willing to adapt, so I appreciate that from both of you, and both of you guys always bring it too with the topics with that fire. That's that's just how life is. Sometimes you know we got to stay the course, we got to support each other, keep doing what we're doing. I, I think we'll be all right. Yeah. Every little thing it's is gonna, gonna be, be all right. That's not how that song goes. <laughs> <laughs> Rise up this morning, singing. Don't worry. About a thing. What's that one with the with the shark? No, they had those two little Rasta jellyfish. Fine, uh, uh, shark's tail. Yeah, yeah, shark's tail. That was a good one. One of them was Ziggy Marley. Remember? Yeah, yeah. That's not how that song goes. Yeah, Ziggy's. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> No, but for real, it is getting real again out there with all this talk about uh, Delta, and I, I haven't really been reading up on it, but I know that the numbers are starting to go back up. So just as word of caution from unspoken words, definitely, you know, just sanitize your hands whenever you're touching a bunch of stuff. Get vaccinated. That's from me. Yeah. Um, Vaccinate yourself. That's the easiest, fastest way to not have to worry about it. Um, and I would... Just suggest to people that you get your information from a vetted source. Oh, yeah. Yep. Do your research do your and then research, make your decision. Do your due diligence. And, like, yes. you know, just because we're always touching doorknobs, we're touching this and that, you know, th- as we're moving about the community. And if you just sanitize your hands before you touch your face or before you eat, you're going to be all right. You know, it's as simple as that. Just like the, uh, my, one of my favorite cliches from the rooms, keep it simple, stupid. You know what grinds my gears about that whole thing? What's that? People that like, wash their hands? No, we went to the mall the other day. Yeah. And I walked into Foot Locker and got this big open space, right? Yep. And then in the middle of the store is the cash register. And at the cash register where the cashier stands, after showing you the shoes and everything like that, yeah. there's a plexiglass there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And that's you got to be safe. No, but <laughs> you're like, you're dealing in customer service. Your job is to show people shoes all over the store. But yet, when you go to complete yeah. the transaction, you stand behind a plexiglass. Like, that's what, like, befuddles me. Yeah, no, I seen that too at the hotel we are staying at last week. Yeah. Like, I walked up, they had a plexiglass <laughs> there. So I stood at the plexiglass and I talked to the lady and she handed the paper over to me over the thing, over the plexiglass, and I signed it when I was checking in. And then the guy behind me, like, went all the way down to the end of the counter where the plexi guy stopped and, like, leaned over and started talking to her. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, just stand here. She can hear you, you know? <laughs> but he was so, like, entitled and everything. Yeah, that no, I get that. Dude, he went man. over there and, like, leaned o- across the counter and, like, started talking to her. And he was checking in, too. Yeah. Caucasian male. 
But I was talking to my mom. I'm like, man, you know what? Like, I'm reminded of though, because you know, I'm like, her job, like, she has like a big old, like, even before the virus. But there's a big old glass there. Yeah, that protects her from, you know, the people. Yeah. But also, like, when you go to like the cities, like the big cities, like California or whatever, like Vegas, Phoenix, like you often go into a gas station, right? Yeah. And then they have, like, the bulletproof glass thing or, like, the cage oh, yeah. type deal. I'm like, why don't we just create stuff like that if we're really, like, we want people to, you know, to be safe? Yeah. Rather than, like, a plexiglass, like, right? Like, that would be stupid. Like, us three, like, we interact all day, right? But what yeah. if we just put plexiglass in front of all three of us <laughs> while we're in the same room? Yeah, yeah. And then we walk out and we shake hands and we... Yeah, that, that was, like, one thing, like... uh during the NBA playoffs on the TNT NBA tonight. Yeah. Like they're all sitting there on this big, huge, long table, but then they always show pictures of them. They're all sitting together and watching a game, like yeah. sitting right next to each other. Yeah. Watching games. Well, <clears throat> I can see the fallacy and all that, but I can also see the fact that if a lot of people didn't half ass it, we'd be done with this already. Yeah. Uh, true. I mean, true, but. I mean that's how I. <laughs> but I think if anything, yeah, happen, but if anything happens this time, and then you shut down, I think I'm going to stay home and just collect unemployment because you made more on that than anything oh, yeah. else. Yeah, I know. A lot. So you got your benefits plus on top of that, you got your six hundred, right? If mm-hmm. if they yeah. if they decide to do that again, which I seriously doubt. Yeah, uh, there's just they're so just going to push the vaccine because this time it was like. Like, I didn't get any incentive for keeping working. Yep. Like, there was absolutely no incentive for me. And yep. it's crazy because I, I, I got laid off early on in that pandemic in, I want to say, March last yeah. year. And I thought, oh, man, now what am I going to do? Best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> free golf. Yep. Basically, nice. it was free golf. But, free. Oh, but, but, I mean, I know we're going to go down that rabbit trail, but I just want to stop us for a second. I was talking to my mother. Her name is Viviana Youngman. She's yeah. uh, from Sixaga from Alberta. Mm-hmm. And you know how we were, t- I was asking her, because she, uh, she had to go to boarding school, right? We were, yeah. This is yeah. a subject that we were talking about in the past. And we were, yes. I was chopping it up with her, and she, she said, well, let me tell you this. They, uh, the boarding school that she got sent to and where they, you know, basically tried to eradicate our, our people by destroying our culture from, from within, um, uh-huh. they, that building or that school grounds, whatever, they ended up giving it to their tribe. And their tribe uses it for different things like that. And one of her nephews uh, had a ceremony. He, he was given a bundle. And I don't know the full story behind that, so I won't even go into that. But yeah. he was given this bundle, and she said they gave it to him in this headmaster's office, his old office. Yeah. So as hard as they tried to destroy us, you can see how far we came back to go into that same headmaster's office and then perform one of those powerful ceremonies like that. Wow. That's pretty cool. You can't stop. You can't stop us. Yeah. They tried to take us out. They tried to eradicate us, but we still here. And... I those, that, the blood of those, you know, badass natives that went through that made that work so that we could be here, man. That same blood's running through our veins. Exactly. So rise up, cheer each other on. Let's cheer each other on. Bring yes. each other up, raise, raise each other up, lift each other up. Mm-hmm. Don't bow down to make somebody else feel taller. Yep. And then, and then also, I think we should, 
I heard it somewhere said that we should thank one of those people who did things in secret. Yeah. And hid it in the underground so that we can do it out in the open today. Yep. Those people went through a lot. Yep. And we owe it we owe our 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 love, our respect and we need to honor them. True. So I just I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you guys off in your whole coronavirus thing. I just <laughs> no, I, 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 just, I I just got done talking to her and she's uh, my stepmother, she's pretty cool. She's actually got a PhD. Wow. She's a doctor, a young man. So let's get that straight. Yeah. A PhD. Hello, 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 hello. Oh, Give her some. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> got my PhD. <laughs> What's that? Right. What song is that on? Uh, oh, that's probably that a Mason um, Puff Daddy yeah. song. <laughs> PhD. Mace. I think it's been around the world. Didn't Mace go into the. The ministry? Yeah, he's a pastor. Yeah, so that's why he doesn't get out the game. That's why he doesn't make those videos like that anymore. Why mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you over there looking at me? While my congregation's here. Let's no, no, yeah, no. Nah, nah, I don't know. All right, well, thank you guys for bringing it. Episode forty-one is in the books. That's a wrap. Thank you to all our listeners out there, all over flat Earth. We love you. We appreciate you. Um, tell your aunties, tell your uncles, tell your cousin, tell your um, parents, tell your grandparents, tell everybody in your village, your community, about unspoken words. And um, please follow on Podbean. Yes, on our Podbean. And if you're doing the sober thing and it feels like nobody cares, we care, we believe in you, you can do this. Unspoken words, Mohugs, not drugs, believes in you. Podgaddy believes in you. Your favorite Indian believes in you. So until this coming Thursday on episode 42, I say Shinnok. Peace. Aho. Deuces. What's up? Holler at you, boy. This is your favorite Indian, JCB. Hey, yo. It's Randy B, a.k.a. Pod Gotti. Yo, Josiah Mo Fire, a.k.a. Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.